Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. Welcome back, everybody. The preseason's here, mouth. <laughs> crazy, crazy. And you know what other crazy thing I was just thinking about, Mowgli? We have somehow are going to start our third season of basketball in less than a year. Well, more than almost a year, right? This is our third season? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Our third NBA season we're covering. What? Yeah. That's too quick, dude. That's what I'm saying. This is too, everything's going so quick. Wow. Look at that. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for coming along for the ride. We hope you're enjoying it. I can't believe it. That literally just blew my mind. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we got a lot to talk about today. Let's get into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right, Malv, the first order of business. Stephen A. Smith. I am having a very bad day. Hater. I have the article here, ESPN's first take ratings plummet after Max Kellerman's departure from the show. First tank, that's what we can call it, right? First tank, oh, we're geniuses, we're fucking geniuses here. Yeah, but what did I tell you? I told you, man, like, you need Max Kellerman or Max Kellerman type because the people just get bored of that after a while. I know I do. This week, first take is losing to Get Up and NFL Live in addition to Pardon the Interruption and Around the Horn. A lot of it has to do like us, just, like certain enough us fans just leaving, just to like be like, man, that was fucking bullshit, bro. Like what you did, you know, you should have at least ran out his contract and just be like, hey, I don't want you <laughs> back. You know, like don't come back. The thing is, I was telling Mowgli and I told you guys last time too. Like I'm not that I'm a huge Max Kellerman fan, but like I felt like he did his job. He did it well. Like he was just giving you like solid information about each sport that they or each topic that they were talking about. You know. And he seemed like somebody, I feel like Max Hillerman's like a really intelligent guy. Because there were many topics that they brought up that I felt like he clearly stated the point And like, you know, you either agreed or didn't agree with him. And I just feel like maybe Stephen A. Smith just needs somebody to yell at him. Like, he's just some sick fuck like that. He just wants somebody to yell. Because, you know, Skip would yell at him, you know? And they were trying really hard to get Skip Bayless back. Mm -hmm. Skip Bayless was like, nah, I'm going to stay here. Uh, Shannon Sharp is, like, one of the fucking commentators that surprised the shit out of me, man. Like, I know Skip sees that in him, too. And, like, they still have a fun banter, you know? like I love their chemistry. Yeah, they have, like, a great chemistry. Like, see, like, that's what Stephen A. Smith should have been more like, you know, a little bit more. Though his personality, he seems more, like, abrasive, you know, aggressive. You know what? Who Stephen A. Smith reminds me of a lot? Who of Randall from the Reese's? <laughs> like the posture, the, yeah, like the posture too. Like, yeah, ESPN, ESPN. Oh, I don't man. want Max. I don't like Max. Let's get him out of here. You guys know Reese's, one of my favorite shows it's growing so up. Though. Good. It's so good. Yeah, good thing for Max though. He's on Jay, Will, Max, and Keyshawn. Keyshawn used to always be on ESPN seven ten as well, so they have that chemistry there. It feels more like barbershop in their own like banter. So seems like max is doing all right now. i just can't wait till they release those ratings and watch like it'd be fucking crazy if they match first take or like even beat it is molly the next one to go yes should have been the first i always said it you have though you i have told you I, I, play the tape back play, play all the tapes back every time you hear me say molly Q, get her out okay moving on to the next order of business ben simmons saga continues this is part three now right <laughs> yep. he is unwilling to show up to camp he is willing to forfeit his salary by not reporting. Guess what? Philly ain't having it. They're not going to pay him. Yeah, fuck it, bro. I'm with them, bro. Like I told you, 
that's what you got to do sometimes. Like, the Rocket should have done it. Just hold on a little bit longer. You're the money bags. Like, what are you doing? Joel Embiid, he's had enough as well. He was kind of, you know, I think we can win. Come back, Ben. Not anymore. No, it was way more telling of what he said about how they traded Jimmy Butler. Or maybe they shouldn't have traded Jimmy Butler, but... Now we see it because, remember, we heard, like, those little rumors that Simmons and Butler weren't really getting along. And we know Butler, like, his attitude, the way he took the fucking bench, the third stringers against the fucking team. But that's what I'm saying. Like, there were markers already showing you, like, hey, maybe he's not, like, all there, like, mentally, you know. Like, physically, yes, he could do it, but mentally he's not there. It just feels like he's not putting in 100%. And and Embiid's calling him out. Butler called him out. The preseason's here. Yeah. We'll find out what's going to happen. Is he going to sit out this whole season? I want him to. Like, I just want to show, like, show let your him, card. Let him yeah, waste let, his let, money. That's what this is about. Like, the 76ers just put his $8 million in an escrow. So they're not giving it to him yet. Like, he's going to get, like, they're going to reduce it every time he misses a game. I think they're reducing it every time he misses a pregame. Like, any team meeting, they're taking money away from that account that they put his check in. And, like, if he comes back or gets he's traded and then he gets whatever, and I think I heard that he could actually owe them money, I think that'd be, like, baller on the 76ers. Like, just, you know, like, hey, fool, you owe us, like, half a million dollars on fines. <laughs> like, pay up. Right? It's due at the end of the month. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Philly is not the team to play around like that, though. Fuck no. Yeah. Like, fuck the fans, bro. The exactly. fans ruined this player. Like. Uh. You know, uh, yeah, yeah. I still think he has a chance to come back. Like, just be like, yo, I'm sorry. I acted a fool. Like, you know, I thought I, I had my fucking stick up my ass for so long, but I'm back. Let me play. It's still possible. Ben Simmons, figure it out. <laughs> Moving on to the next order of business, media day. The Brooklyn Nets. There's a lot of trolls there. I'm thinking of David Letterman specifically. That's the only one I saw. <laughs> he was trolling Kevin Durant. I loved it, bro. He was asking him, hey. Kevin Durant, why do they call you KD? And KD was so irritated, right? He's just like, well, my name is Kevin, and my last name's Durant, so uh, figure it out, you old fuck. <laughs> guess who was not there? Mm, I could guess. It's going to be somebody who always has an excuse to not be there. Kyrie Irving? Yes. Oh, my God. So Kyrie Irving did not show up for media day. He had his media scrum over Skype. And when the question was brought up regarding his vaccine status, he said it was, quote, private news. Always private news with him. Personal this, personal that. Come on. Imagine if he's the last one. He is, I think. I really think he is. Side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. Andrew Wiggins did get vaccinated. Uh, But yes, let's go ahead and talk about this now then, Mm -hmm. Mal. COVID and the NBA. It's getting serious. Like you just mentioned, the NBA issued a statement on unvaccinated players. Players who fail to comply with the local vaccination mandates will not be paid for the games they miss. Kyrie came to mind. Andrew Wiggins also came to mind, yep. but he just recently got his vaccination. You know what would be funny? They what? trade his ass <laughs> right after that. It's like, oh, thanks. To a state like that. Yeah, wild. right. But, okay, wait. Before this, this is like good information because Kyrie's the only one. I have this information from ESPN saying that Kyrie could lose about $380,000. $380,000? Yeah. Each game, bro. Must be nice to, to be able to do that, right? right? Fuck, dude. But, like, I don't know. I think he's going to hold as long as he can. It's Kyrie, you know? And, like, the league right now, it's like, hey, well, everybody has it now. Like, we could all get on to it if you just suck it up, bro. Look at Andrew Wiggins just did it. Shaquille O'Neal, he yeah. also came out and said, Kyrie, 
he's not willing to get the shot, ship his ass out of Brooklyn. How do you feel about that? It's just because his boy, his boy KD is going to keep him there, you know. But, like, I feel like this, what he did last season, what he did in Boston, making this media, like. He's making it about him instead yeah. of the whole team, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, what, last season he said, like, the media creates all this. I don't do anything. Like, all I want to do is play basketball. But but you guys just make up these stories. But, like, how do they make up these stories if you're not doing any of it? You're like, you're doing all this shit. Like, you know. Not only that, he's not there, Malv. He's not even there. So this is already a thorn in the Brooklyn Nets title contending hopes because they're not getting questions about basketball and all this stuff. It's all about Kyrie right now. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie. Not even mentioning their defense because, oh, my goodness. (laughs) Well, maybe that's a good thing. Then maybe that's why he's doing it so they don't ask questions about the defense. I was scrolling the interwebs, and uh, I don't know if it's actually possible or whether or not Kevin Durant would be willing to do it. But a Ben Simmons, Kyrie uh, Irving swap? They said that. No, I don't think he'll do it. I think that would benefit both teams greatly, though. Oh, yeah. No, no. For sure. I think it will, both too. Both teams would be super scary. Pipe dream, hypothetical, alternate reality. Whoa. The boyfriends can't leave each other, dog. <laughs> we <laughs> signed up together. <laughs> yeah, they can't. KD wouldn't do that. Or uh, would he? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. Is he really a snake, bro? Mm. I don't know. I don't think it. Like, if he stood last season with them, you know, and still going through on right now, I'm pretty sure he's like, hey, I got your back, dog. Like, just do your thing. But by the time the playoffs come, like, you know, you got it. But if this shit lasts this long, I was seeing some other shit on the TV that they were saying that he's going to miss half the playoffs. If he, like, imagine if he, they low seed it and he's still, like, if he has to go play in fucking here. You know, for the finals, if it's L.A. versus him, like, he's going to have to sit up that game. It will be advantage to the West Coast team. I didn't even think about that. So if yeah. he stays unvaccinated throughout the entire season, yeah. he will not be able to play in certain arenas, right? Mm-hmm. Whoa. And the, mainly the fucking finals, you know? Like, if I'm, well, everybody's pretty much betting fucking Brooklyn versus L.A. Fingers and, crossed. Fingers crossed. And L.A. is one of the fucking cities that you have to get vaccinated. I didn't know that. We talked about Kyrie not getting vaccinated. We talked about Andrew Wiggins getting vaccinated. Let's talk about Devin Booker. Recently revealed on one of his Twitch streams that he was battling COVID. He said he had no taste or no smell. He was also unwilling to admit if he was vaccinated or not. He said that you can still get COVID with his vaccine. Uh, He eventually showed up to Phoenix Suns Media Day and all that stuff. So, you know, that's another high caliber player unwilling to get the vaccination. Or unwilling or to admit, he. right? <laughs> well, he has to. Well, Phoenix doesn't have the fucking vaccine laws. They don't have laws there. <laughs> but, the Wild West over right. there. Shout out to Vinny, right? Yeah, our homeboy over there. Imagine these NBA players get the fake vaccination card. Fuck. It was actually revealed that a former NBA player did that. No, who? Let me look it up. Ex-NBA player Lazar Hayward arrested after submitting fake COVID-19 documents in Hawaii. The fuck? So this is the first time I've heard of Lazar Hayward. <laughs> yeah. um, it's this kind of a shacking moment. Don't be this, Devin Booker. All right, well, we talked about those three. The main dude that we want to talk about, though, as far as his COVID and the NBA policy is LeBron James. It was confirmed that he did get vaccinated. It was the safest choice for his family and his friends, but he also said that the vaccination is, quote, not for every person, and he's not going to force anyone to get it. Very diplomatic answer from the king, right? I see a future in politics for him. Oh, yes, in Akron, Ohio. Yeah, right. (laughs) The mayor of Akron. He could, too. I bet you. I bet you could do it. Yeah, LeBron, that's a very PC answer. 
Uh, he is the face of the league. Ennis Cantor came out. Oh, yeah. And he was like, LeBron, that's the wrong answer. You are the face of the league. You got to tell these people to get the vaccine to each his own. You can't really force it down their throats. Mm-hmm. So I, I can kind of see both ways. I see both ways, too. But, like, you know, shut up. Well, shut up when you're talking to the king, all right? But, no, I was, I'm with you here and there. I don't think LeBron should have just been, like, I got it. Like, you know, I think that was just it. I think he should have just said that. Like, I got it, you know, and, like, it's up to you. Like he said, because remember when this all first started, he didn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. He wasn't sure that he was going to get vaccinated. Technically, Malv, it still is up to the players. But the NBA is kind of just, like, kind of strong-arming them. It's like, yeah, you can do whatever you want, but... You're not going to get paid. You're not going to travel. You're not going to eat. You're not going to be in the same hotel room. So whatever you want to do, you can do it, but you better do it. Yeah. That's kind of what it is, right? It's always like that. All right? They're not essential. Right? Lazar Hayward isn't essential. (laughs) He's not even in the league anymore. I'm sorry, Lazar. Yeah, Lazar. Shout out to Lazar right there, man. (laughs) Hope you got out of Hawaii safe. Oh, shit. (laughs) Moving on to other media day news, the Pelicans. The only person to talk about in the Pelicans is Zion Williamson. And guess what? He stays broken. It was revealed that Zion had off-season surgery for a fractured right foot. He's expected to return for the start of the regular season. Mal, I've been saying it since last season. Lies, Mal, lies. I have no, you have Go it. check the tape. No, no, I said no. Zion is a bust, dude. Big boy keeps breaking down. This is five, not even five years into his career. Look how many injuries he's had. He even had it at Duke. Uh, I think Obama showed up to the game, and his foot exploded. The shoe. Blasted through it, yep. Yeah, and then they just kept him out. They kept him out of the summer league. He Messed started the season too, late. Yeah. yeah, dude. I don't know what it is. He's, he can't be that big. You can't play that much. You need to lose weight. You know you could tell the Pelicans, A, get me a fucking chef. Make my food every day. Get me more of a private trainer to do all this shit. You know, like, there's no excuses for him. You know what he needs to do? Hmm. He needs to transfer some of that weight to Brandon Ingram. <laughs> All in muscle, too. Still Skinny muscle, boy. though. Yeah, shout out to Skinny Boy, Slender Boy. We still remember you as a Laker. It's just, I feel bad for the Pelicans because New Orleans does seem like a really cool city. They fumbled AD. They're fumbling Zion right. now. Mm, maybe that's a conspiracy there. Maybe their fucking health like department isn't that well like suited because AD was also fucking injury-ridden there. Very they, true. They need a Gary Vitti, bro. They need to get Gary Vitti back out of there. Gary Vitti's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> But anyways, that's the Zion news. He did look really swole, though. Like, I'm not denying how swole he looks, but maybe that isn't the best thing. You, you probably have to lose weight. Because LeBron, LeBron looked a lot slimmer in media day, right? And he has been kind of... Slimming down. Yeah. He's a little bit older, too. But see, he knows his body, and, like, I know he takes care of himself. And, like, why isn't Zion... It feels like Zion isn't doing that. Now, like if I have that, it's the beignets. It's the beignets. <laughs> Sacre bleu! The beignets! <laughs> And the jambalaya, dude. It's those I, damn croissants. Right? <laughs> Hurry up with my damn croissant. Shout out to Kanye. Okay, moving on to other NBA news. I'm not sure if we talked about this or not, Mal, but I'm going to say it anyways again. Michael Porter Jr., he signed a $207 million extension. Did we talk about this? I swear we did. I don't remember if we swear, did. I swear we did. Or maybe we talked about it beforehand, but I swear we talked about it like in passing. Nothing like in depth and stuff. Audience, let us know if you've already heard this or not. We're going to talk about it anyways, though. Uh, Michael Porter Jr., $207 million extension to stay with the Denver Nuggets. Mal, he is a solid player, but... Not for the... (laughs) I think this generation is getting paid more on the potential rather than their performance. I'm going to bring up Andrew Wiggins 
Carl Anthony Towns, those names come to mind for like this next era, oh, yeah, like, getting the fat payday. But like you look at the resume, and it's nothing. still you you want more from it. Straight up. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's the right way to go. It's a players' league. It's a, I guess that's what it is. No, and like I feel like a lot of these towns, especially the small market towns, like it goes to their advantage because the ones you just said, Minnesota, you have fucking Denver here. Like they need to keep at least high production players like this. We've seen them be dynamic, but like you said, like is it too much money for those teams? I feel like it's not. They need to spend they that need, money. Yeah, That's they what you're need saying. to. They need to. Like if for the Lakers, they'd be like, "Why the fuck are you doing that, bro? Like shit, fuck that. Get them on a, vin- a minimum somehow." That is true. That is true. It, you know, they have to play to their strengths and their disadvantages. And those small market teams, they tend to overpay these players that have not performed. But I like what you said about the potential because I feel that that's a lot what it is, too. It's like, fuck, maybe he'll get, like, really hot on the third year and, like, you know, he'll say, you know, extend and stave. Let's see if he gets better and he earns his paycheck. Moving on to the next order of business, LaMelo Ball. He launched a college scholarship program. Uh, according to TMZ... <laughs> Ball will help one lucky student looking to study sports management or marketing and communication at Long Island University Rock Nation School of Music. Dang, Jay-Z is everywhere, bro. I know, right? Uh, He's a businessman. Yes, he's a (laughs) businessman. I love it. It's a great opportunity, but is LaMelo Ball the right ambassador for higher education? God, no. (laughs) Okay, we're on the same page (laughs) here. LaMelo Ball dropped out of high school. He played international basketball in Lithuania and all across the world. And now he is giving a college scholarship. I don't think Leangelo Ball is eligible, though. <laughs> so, sorry, Leangelo. You know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go full circle right here mm, to, mm. to quote LeVar Ball. Stay in your lane, LaMelo. Because <laughs> you didn't go to college. No, jokes aside, really cool opportunity yeah. for that lucky student. Congrats on LaMelo for wanting to give back. Yeah, congrats to that. Okay, Malv, moving on to a bit more somber news. We're going to talk about the Los Angeles Clippers, and unfortunately... They have just lost a digital video assistant. 26-year-old Asane Drame was killed in a car accident Monday night after working NBA Media Day. Arash Markazi kind of broke the news, and a couple of the Clippers players, Nicholas Batum, Terrence Mann, they're sending their condolences. He was only 26 years old. Terrible. Yeah, that sucks. Sad. Condolences. Staying with the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard is reportedly ahead of his rehab schedule. What does that mean in Kawhi Leonard's, like, world? I don't even know. Load management, like, a day less than load managing? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, moving on to the next order of business. Hey, the WNBA playoffs. They're going Mm -hmm. on, Malv. I saw a little piece of it. Yeah. Before we get to that, though, they just named their MVP, the WNBA MVP. Her name is Jonquil Jones. She is a Phoenix Mercury forward. She averaged 19 points, 11 rebounds, also received 48 out of 49 first-place votes. That's fucking good. Congrats on her. Chris Paul, he also bought 500 tickets for the Phoenix WNBA playoffs, and he was going to give them out. That's dope. I think that's sick. Like, you know, they got to show a lot more love to the WNBA. I know we're trying. We're trying to put a little bit here and there. But, like, definitely support them. I think that's dope of Chris Paul, you know, like showing the lady-like franchise, like, hey, we're here to support you guys too. Phoenix Solidarity, the Suns and the Mercury. You know, they're both making their moves in the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Mercury has actually won championships. (laughs) That is true. That is true. All right, well, that's enough of the rest of the league. Let's get to the Laker talk, yes? The best talk. The best. Well, Mal, we talked about the preseason. We lost. (laughs) We lost. Exactly, right? I took nothing away from that, though. I never do. I never do. LeBron wasn't playing. Russell Westbrook wasn't playing. 
a shout out though for Anthony Davis playing a fucking full quarter. But like just his whole demeanor seems a lot different, especially in the post game interview. Like I feel like he really, really wants to be better this year. And you know? that's what you want from him. He did get a lot of criticism for his health concerns and you know his availability. He's taking it seriously. You love to see that. Taylor Horton Tucker had a really solid dunk. Dwight Howard getting technicals from James Harden oh, yeah. off the bench. <laughs> so those, those Jedi mind tricks are already happening. I forgot that they were teammates in Houston. I just remember that right oh, now. Oh, yeah, for a season, right? <laughs> a couple seasons. Was it a couple? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was... Dame Lillard, he broke their heart, remember? He had a crazy three-pointer over them. a photo. But, yes, the first game of the preseason, Brooklyn dominated. I think it was 123-93. to 93. Preseason? Uh, yeah, it was, I'm sorry. It was 123-97, to 97, but I'm not taking that much away from it. Uh, straight up, we didn't even have like any of the main main stars really there. We want to see what they could do all together because that's the whole experiment of this year. Because we already seen what the Nets did at the tail end of the you know season last year, and they're fucking fire. It's a like, very well oiled machine, yeah, very scary fucking, offensive juggernaut. Fucking fire, and like I know we're not going to show them our face yet, which I'm. I hope we don't, but like at least give the fans a like. A little taste, like fuck it. Give us five minutes of you know you guys playing. Just give me a little hit real quick. Come on, Lakers. <laughs> Let me see LeBron at the four. Let me see him at the three. His original spot. Come on, man. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know what the best lineup is. You know, would they go small? Would they go Dwight at the five? Eighty at the five? I feel like this is out? going to be like a crazy adapt. It has to be more of an adaptable team. You know, because the different big and small teams here and there. But again, we have different types of player within the same position which i feel is going to be a plus for us yes you know this is definitely a team that i would want to play 2k with experiment with those lineups yeah you have to like i'm sure frank vogel is going to do that all season oh he said he said he was doing it during, like he was tweaking them like after this game while during the game like what you have to yeah tweak it <laughs> that's what we want this is in his eyes you can see it They're we want so- that laker gold <laughs> that heisenberg oh. that genie bus the genie, that genie come bus. on man <laughs> i like that the genie bus yeah but for real for real though like He's definitely got to switch up the lineup. Like you said, I like that. That 2K shit. Because, like, first five, ten games maybe, I bet you you're going to be seeing different, different lineups. And, like, there's going to be ones that we love that, like, probably don't even do shit. I agree. The best thing for the Lakers right now is there are options. And mm-hmm. there's so many options. You can play big. You can play small. You can play fast. I love it. I really do. Let's hope everyone stays healthy. This is only game one of the preseason. A lot more basketball left to go. I also have one, one more comment on the preseason game for, like, the new players we have or, like, the younger players, I would say. Uh, Monk and uh, Kendrick THC. Oh, oh, THC? THC and Nunn, you know, like, just this is where they're going to get their most time, but I feel like they should take advantage of it, and I'm kind of getting that feel from Monk that he is doing it, and, like, hopefully that just blasts through the season, even though they're going to hit the pine most of it. We definitely need those young players to step up when the older players are getting their rest, so you love to see that, Malv. Okay, let's go ahead and talk about one of the players not playing yesterday, Russell Westbrook. When asked if he wanted to join the Clippers, his response was, quote, hell nah. (laughs) That's right, Russ. You ain't going to no Clippers. He said that he would have returned to Washington if the Lakers didn't make a trade for him. It's also revealed that Lakers wanted Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal over Russell Westbrook. Yeah, see? We were were on the same tip. It it just fit shooting-wise. That's what you want around LeBron. Uh, we weren't able to get that. I'm sure, you know, no hard feelings were there. Russ is still a top oh, 10 yeah. player. 10, 15? 15. Yeah, okay. No, but I like his hell nah. You know, that's just him. 
That's just fucking Russ, and that's what we need. But I love the hell nah because you're just, he got fucking spurred by the fucking Clippers, you know? Like, I'm pretty sure he's like, man, fuck Kawhi, fuck PG, fuck the whole Clipper as an organization, you know? Like, I love that. Yeah, shout out to Tupac, right? <laughs> Hit him up. Hit him up. It was also revealed that while he was in Washington, he was trying to convince Bradley Beal and him to kind of opt out so they could go play somewhere else. Bradley Beal declined. He's going to stay, man. He, like, everybody's telling him for, like, the last three he years, wants... they've told him, no, nah, just leave. Right, let just him leave. let him, let him, waste his career then in Washington. I don't know what he's doing, bro. Like, maybe, he, I don't want to say he's scared, but, like, that's a lot of loyalty. But I feel like, like, Dame is different, right, because he's winning, you know? So you kind of get it, like, fuck, I have to stay right because we're we're on the threshold of on winning. Yeah. We're there, you know, like, so you can, I can get more of him saying, like, man, fuck it, I'll stay one more year, you know, like, we're all, we're there every time, you know, but for Bradley Beal, for me, I just be like, hey, leave, man, like, everybody wants you, every time, like, rumors come up, every team is like, what can we do to get him, you know, or it's perceived that way, and I just feel like you should have that opportunity, like, yes, you're doing your numbers here, but it's about wins, and, like, you ain't getting younger. No, he's not. Uh, yeah, we were mentioning he wants to stay in D.C. He's super loyal of him. I, he really loves it there. Maybe it's like his family aspect. He wants to stay and raise a family there. Maybe he wants to get into politics. But if he wants to stay in D.C., can he be the greatest wizard player ever? No shit. At the Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm thinking of the old like Wes Unseld and all those dudes, right? You mean like, the bullets? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> bang, bang. I'm looking at his stats right here. So these are Bradley Beal's stats. 22 points per game, 45, almost 46 field goal percentage, 38% from the three. Those are solid. But yeah, when he for played the Wizards. With, yeah. Right. <laughs> but when he played with John Wall, like he was always the second dude. This is kind of his opportunity now to see whether or not he can be a number one guy. You think he want, he's doing that? You think that's a lot more of a, a more reasoning as well? It's like, yo, John Wall left. You guys thought he was good and. Here I am, and I'm going to be good. No, it's going to be Kuzma. <laughs> Kuzma's going to take that spot. No, now. Shout, shout out Kuzma. Up. We're shout expecting up. that from you, Kuzma. Shut up. Shut up. That Laker, that Laker Renaissance. That's what we're calling. I'll it shake now. my head if like Kuzma becomes like the second leading scorer, or, like like a fucking beast next season. The Wizards. We're going to speak it into existence. No, I don't want to shave my head. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next order of business. Dennis Schroeder. He claims he never saw the eighty-four million dollar deal from the Lakers. Doesn't matter anymore. Right. <laughs> okay, moving on. <laughs> LeBron James, the tight end. Could he have played football? Could no he... shit, bro. He would have been the fucking second greatest football player. He would have been like Gronk 2.0. So it was revealed that LeBron James was approached by Jerry Jones and Pete Carroll, and they were trying to offer him a contract during the 2011 lockout. He was giving it serious consideration. He did play high school uh, football. I think he was a tight end, and he was a beast. Yeah. Football was also his true first love, according to LeBron. Crazy. But I think it was a wise decision for him to stick with basketball. There's more money. Less injuries. Less injuries. That's (laughs) what I was about to say. Like, for as good as, you know, Rob Gronkowski is, he is a target on the field. Oh, yeah, and he's all beat up, bro. He didn't play yesterday, and he had his homecoming with uh, at the Patriots. Mm -hmm. The, The Rams, they broke his ribs, dude. You know, Gronk's taking that type of damage. I think LeBron James would definitely be, like, Target number one for oh, opposing defenses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and plus, we would have missed out on all the great memories on basketball. So, good, LeBron. Stay at basketball. But he would have been scary, though. Oh, yeah. No, he would have been beast. But it would have been way more crazier if he did both sports at the same time. Bo Jackson? Fuck. That would have been crazy. LeBro Jackson? LeBro. 
<laughs> yeah, and speaking of football, now that we're on football terms, the Super Bowl is going to be hosted in L.A. Yeah. And we wanted to give a shout-out to the halftime performance. Yeah, yeah. Normally, we don't do this, but, dude, <laughs> this be crazy. Is crazy, right? <laughs> it was announced that Dr. Dre, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, Mary J. Blige, Eminem, they're all going to be performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. I can't wait. That's going to be sick. We've been listening to Gangster Rap our fucking whole childhood. Gangster Rap made us do this. <laughs> this podcast. You know, and I just can't wait because I already know like 2001, The Chronic, fucking so many hits are going to be dropped off that album that we're going to hear. Rumors See are. live. Mal, rumors are that there's an Easy e hologram. No, you're No, lying. I made that I'm up. But that'd be so sick though, right? <laughs> I was going to say. That'd be so dope. This was just too cool not to mention it because this is so L.A. Oh, yeah. This would make, like... We wanted to go to the Super Bowl because it's in L.A., but this really makes me want to get tickets to this shit. I'm going to go like put my name in so many contests. For, like, we're gonna get it. I hope they do some crazy baller shit. All right. Well, Malv, is this a good time to call it? Let's do it. Yeah, we had a good one today. Well, that's going to conclude it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, rate us five stars. And one more thing, follow us on social media at Mal underscore N underscore Mowgli. Ooh, we're getting spooky now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know what y'all think. Mal, final thoughts? Uh, Thank you guys again. Like uh, I said earlier in the show, like it's crazy that we're already going into a third NBA season talking about it. And we got people listening. So just thank you guys again. And uh, we'll see you again next week. Thank you to our international listeners, too. Mm. We're noticing it. Thank you, guys. We appreciate that. Stay tuned for more.